as yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Good morning, everybody. Public holiday where you are or not, mm-hmm. we are here. And today we've got the evidence that links Kevin Rudd mm. via Tony Mockbell to Pol Pot. Oh, dear. It's not very convincing, but does that matter? Runaway cows, your headlines. Excellent. The Birdman rally in oh. Melbourne over the weekend. Uh, Ed's not impressed. He'll not... be telling you why he refused to attend. That's right. Underage drinking, bribe your way out of it. Brush with the celebrity Z-list. Chappelle <laughs> Corby out and about, apparently. Uh, who's know. had a sighting? And who's burnt his genitals? Where? Why? And did he enjoy it? Uh, any other questions you've got? Fordham to Ethel Chop. She'll be dropping by to answer, well, anything and everything on today's show. Spend a couple of hours, why don't you, with the team that's chockers with natural cheese and roasted veggies. The team from Get This. They also like a little wind-up toy because they've just got so much frantic energy. They're just waiting to go. Yes, apparently, say EMF, mm. uh, covering the old Vince Renty tune here at Triple M around the nation. It's Get This. Uh, <laughs> welcome aboard. It's a public holiday in Melbourne, but uh, everywhere else, business as usual. Yeah, get to work. Myself, Tony Martin, I'm here. What? What's that for? Uh, that's the mock bell. Oh, you're sounding the mock bell today. <laughs> Ringing the mock bell today. Sorry, we have got some uh, t- Tony mock bell news. Uh, look, and Cavalier's here. Hello, ding, ding. Sound the Antonius for him and give yourself one, Richard Marsland. Ah, the death knell. Uh, I had a good weekend. I had the Zaragard Aragard on me. Kept all the insects away. Hold it in high regard, as a matter of fact. Oh, it's too early for puns. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm the panel operator today. Uh, <laughs> Kevin is just so happy with himself, he got the phrase death knell correct for the first time in a year. Practiced all weekend. Uh, we will get to what happened over the weekend, bit mm. of uh, Birdman action um, mm-hmm. in Victoria. So called. But uh, we mentioned Antonius Mockbell, and I see uh, <laughs> he's basically been linked to Kevin Rudd now mm-hmm. uh, by Peter Costello. Did you see Peter Costello on the, on the Sunday program yesterday? What time does that go out? <laughs> Much too early. <laughs> Much too early. I saw it on the VHS around about five in the afternoon. Fair enough. <laughs> it's a new game in Canberra is the six degrees of Mockbell. It's true. Yeah. Can you get there in six degrees? Well, Peter Costello can. And, of course, I didn't realise it's 11 years that Peter Costello has been Australia's uh, federal treasurer. And Laurie Oakes was kind of you know, doing an anniversary interview with him. 11 years. But the subject kept getting on to Kevin Rudd. Do you think that maybe Peter Costello is obsessed with Kevin Rudd? <laughs> Might be. I've got an excerpt from the interview. See what you think. So back in 1996, of course, so you'd had less experience in Parliament than Kevin Rudd has got now. Uh, he's had experience in government. You'd had none. And if you mentioned Alexander Downer, then people would have laughed nervously. <laughs> Oh, look, I think the only reason that uh, people will be laughing nervously, Laurie, is uh, the knowledge uh, that Kevin Rudd is uh, perhaps going to leap out of the crawl space uh, in their house uh, tonight and uh, slaughter them in their sleep. And, I I mean, this is uh, pretty typical. I mean, you look at the kind of people that he hangs out with. Brian Burke, uh, Tony Mockbell. Who's to say... Laurie, he's not going to, you know, attempt to strangle you tonight. Obviously, it's uh, it's a big job, but he's got, uh, you know, his, his minions and uh, Satan being one of them. 
you know, keep your head down, Laurie. That's all I'd say to you. Well, let's talk about the economy first. Is uh, is the ageing of the population still the, the central problem for you? Uh, well, I don't think we're going to ever achieve an ageing population if they keep being uh, slaughtered in their sleep by Kevin Rudd. So, what, we need more measures to encourage superannuation? Is oh, that the fair thing? Look, I, I think we need to encourage people to, to stay in their homes. When you've got Rudd and his... Uh, scimitar of death as he calls it lopping the heads off school children and pensioners and calling it policy Laurie uh, you know what hope is there for anybody? Now how, uh, how ruthless will the uh, expenditure review committee the Razor Gang be in well, in wielding the Razor? Well Laurie uh, Rudd's uh, Razor Gang are pretty ruthless I mean you've, you've probably seen the musical Sweeney Todd Sweeney Rudd, I think that was originally called, and uh, for good but reason. But don't, uh, don't the punters hate this kind of <laughs> well, personal stuff? Well, as I understand it, what the punters don't like is uh, someone who's uh, known to be a follower of Pol Pot, in fact, an inspiration for the entire uh, Camille Rouge uh, experiment. Someone who's, as I understand it, has uh, actively trained a, a squadron of giant bats uh, which are going to swoop down uh, the second that uh, Kevin Rudd takes power and God forbid that should ever happen and uh, steal the souls of our school children and sell them on the internet to people peddling amphetamines to uh, Haitian dictators and uh, the people of that ilk I mean is that who you want running the economy? I mean, wouldn't they prefer it if the government was uh, got back to running the country instead oh, of hurling mud? Laurie I, I think they'd probably uh, prefer uh, to have some uh, soft mud uh, hurled about than, say, a spear which hits them uh, just at the base of the cerebral cortex, rendering them uh, paralysed, which is uh, pretty much uh, Kevin Rudd's way of saying hello to a pensioner. That's what I'm told. The final question. Uh, Kelvin Thompson's resigned from the front bench. Do you accept that what he did was, was just a stupid <laughs> well, mistake? Well, Laurie, if, if you want to call writing a reference uh, for Tony Mockbell, along with, uh, as I'm told, the Yorkshire Ripper, uh, Peter Sutcliffe, uh, and writing that reference in blood, which has been siphoned uh, from the bodies of helpless, defenceless pensioners, if you think that's, uh, as you say, a stupid mistake, then fine, good luck to you. But consider this. Who was uh, holding the pen? You know, was it Calvin Thompson or was it Kevin Rudd? Uh, I I've seen no footage to suggest that uh, Kevin Rudd wasn't there signing the the reference for Mockbell with one hand and uh, turning a spit with a poor uh, Down syndrome kitty just revolving slowly over some flames right there in uh, Kelvin Thompson's electoral office. I mean, it's a, it's a terrifying picture. I mean, is that who you want running the country? Mr Costello, we thank you. Thank you, Laurie. And uh, can I just say in future, I'd prefer a few less questions about Kevin Rudd. I think there are more important matters. Oh, sound the mock bell. That one's over. I don't want to. I can't. We can't have Kevin in charge. No. The bats alone. <laughs> scary enough. Not to mention the Down syndrome Getty. That's Jesus. very unfortunate. That's disturbing. Very disturbing. Was, did that interview take place at a bus stop? <laughs> <laughs> He was on the satellite dish from a bus stop. Ah, oh, yeah. right. The 11th anniversary is yeah. traditionally the bus anniversary. Yeah, the bus stop anniversary. <laughs> Send inquiries to Matt Dow on the pots and pans. Yeah. He knows what he's doing, people. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He's helping me out.
Well, uh, I think uh, that's politics, Kevin. I think Peter Costello's got a New Zealand accent when he says Kevin. It's funny how he occasionally, <laughs> just on words, has a New Zealand accent. I don't know. He's obviously done some time over there. More in a moment. I'll get this. It's tired off Wolf Mother. Thank you very much. Get this around the nation on Triple M. Hello, wherever you're listening. Uh, even if you're in Melbourne where everyone's having the day off. Oh, dear. I want to go around the states? Let's do that. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I was looking at Ed Gavily, and he was waving his hands frantically as if to say, "Don't talk to me. I'm eating a sandwich." That's right. It was coming out of his nose at the time. <laughs> Not a good look. That's what the Wolf Brothers for. Ed, I'll keep talking. Is that what you're saying? All right, I'll get things going. Uh, since we mentioned Victoria uh, over the weekend, um, a lot was going on. The Birdman Rally. We will get to that. Ed wasn't too impressed by the footage he saw. But uh, a story in the age, which I'm too frightened to even pick up, about uh, drug use in uh, the football caper. Oh, there's a lot of it about. How are they going? It's a, it's the 1960s all over again in the football game. <laughs> Is it? It's just tripping. Mind-bending psychedelia. <laughs> it's non-stop. On the field, during games. All kinds of an absolute bombshell of a story in the Sunday age yesterday. Can't be punched. Pretty much nothing I can read out here. Lee Simon, the head of football here at Triple M, has put every copy of the agent to the incinerator <laughs> to discourage us from mentioning anything. There's just one detail which has already been through the courts, so I'm hoping we're allowed to talk about this. Right. You'll notice I've got this massive article. There's two sentences. Yeah, that's the least. That are pink that I can read out from Is it. Is the rest of it good stuff? It's, it's, it's a volume business with T. Martin. It is chockers. It really? is gold. <laughs> it is another Jonestown. That's how good it is. But listen to this. The arrest, for instance of Geelong's Steve Johnson in Wangaratta this year. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't know about that. Did you know about this guy? Didn't know. No. What was he arrested for? Public uh, urination. Uh, no, no, better. He's gone one better. After worried householders called police <laughs> when Johnson staggered into the yard late one night and allegedly tried to drink a bottle of suntan lotion on their patio. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I mean, that's taken the cake. That is last drinks. That is footballer of the year. That is my personal Brownlow medal. He's <laughs> going to that bloke, Steve Johnson of Geelong, staggering to someone's yard and going, geez, I'm thirsty. Yep. Oh, suntan lotion. I don't know. Can I? Oh, it's only the fact of 15. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it looks like garlic sauce for a year, Oz. Who knows? I mean, how? Coconut flavour. It's like Malibu. It's delicious. <laughs> SPF 15%. This is, del- this is delicious. <laughs> it's basically just Baileys, isn't it? This time of night, it pretty much is. I'll be protected against UV radiation on the inside. <laughs> That's remarkable. That is that is the Brownlow medal. Give it now to that man. Did he think the banana boat was a banana daiquiri? He's amazing. What a genius. Mm. Like, did he go into the yard just because he saw the bottle? Or did he just go in the yard and then find the bottle? So has he... Yeah, exactly right, Tony. See, these are the the decisions that you make as a footballer each day. Split-second decisions. (laughs) This is why they train so hard. I think he's wandered past yeah. and he thought, oh, maybe I'll take a, you know, maybe I'll urinate in their lawn. Yeah, yeah, then he sure. thought, probably shouldn't do that. Then no. he's maybe he's tried to get in, perhaps. Who knows? No, yeah, it's yeah. all allegedly. Hmm. And then he's just, oh, oh, all this staggering, all this cabbie punching making me part. There was no cabbie punching. Oh, no. sorry, no cabbie punching. Because <laughs> we've named the bloke. Sorry, oh, yeah, sorry, he didn't do that. And then he's going, oh, mmm. <laughs> I reckon there's been a few others there with him. Anyone else want a drink? <laughs> Anybody else want a sip? Go, Skull. Okay, that Goes is down a treat. Footballer of the year, that bloke. <laughs> Hang on, have you ever tried sunscreen? I'm going to right after. Can we go to a song, please? Rich? I'm thirsty. 
we'll really? get into it. Have you ever tried it? Well, I mean, accidentally, you know, certainly when you smear That's it on your face. That's what I mean. It's not very delicious. No, how no. far did he, how far in did he get? <laughs> the article doesn't go into that <laughs> level of detail. Stag it to a chemist. I'd like to think he... Demanding a six-pack of Latan. <laughs> he bottomed it out. <laughs> and, you know, what exactly is the charge there? I guess trespassing would be one. <laughs> but, you know, theft... <laughs> Unlawful drinking? Yeah. Okay, look, oh. enough about Victoria. What's going on at New South Wales in Cavalier? I don't know, Tony, because I'm talking about the Gold Coast. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> when are you going to be covering this Stella McCartney thing? And That's Richard. Oh, Richard's got hey, that. Are you doing wow. that, Rich? Unless you want it. No, you go for okay, it. Okay, we'll cut this bit out before it goes to it. Okay, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, to, some, to the Gold Coast, mm. and two th- or a bunch of cows have escaped and run across the highway. Oh, yeah, Now, yeah. of course, the, the sub-editors are clamouring to the uh, to the pun stations for their uh, for their headlines. <laughs> so what do you reckon? Tone? Uh, cows uh, on a, cows escaped on a freeway? What do you reckon they got? Oh. oh, oh um, okay, I'll give you one. Uh, hang on, I'm trying to think of an acronym with chips. Uh, cows oh, yeah, yeah. head <laughs> into Pacific... <laughs> Something. Good. Something begins yeah. with S. Okay, you ready? Yep. Real cow of a day? Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's too straightforward. I was expecting something way more elaborate <laughs> than that. How about this? Runaway cattle cause utter chaos. Oh, Alice. <laughs> Jersey what I see. <laughs> oh, ouch. But look. Oh, so that, that hurt. That Don't was, ask me to do that on here live. I loved it. I loved it, Tone. Cows here. Listen, I'll, into, something I'll like tell, honk your horn or something. Is there uh, anything yeah, about that? No, no, no honking your horn. Uh, but uh, listen to this. So they've, they've run off. The cows have run away. Yeah. And the RSPCA can't get hold of them. The police can't catch them. Mm. So there's a local kind of uh, outback theme park next door, the country, Paradise Country Stockman. Oh, right. And so that's where the cows are hiding out? So they've called them in. Oh, they've right. called these guys in <laughs> to try and round them up. And, it, and the guy's gone, we had whips and a dog, but unfortunately it was a bit too difficult a job. Maybe because these guys are actors. They pretend. <laughs> they pretend. And the cops are going, why can't you help? He's like, I'm an actor. We'll do something. Well, they didn't react to the monologues idea. <laughs> The scene, Hang the on, s- someone's burgling that 7-Eleven. Get the guys from the police academy to play a movie well. They'll know what to do. If they're not effective, it'll at least be entertaining. You know, the scene study got their attention for a while. Some of the mammoth we pulled down, they wouldn't stop. All right, that's Queensland covered. What is going on in the rest of the country? I've just been shown far more fingers yeah, than yeah, I would yeah, expect yeah, at yeah, this right. early sizzle. part of the it's program. Sizzle. It's sizzling. sizzling up next. More around the States on Get This on Triple M. That's the police back together. Can Kajagoogoo be far behind? <laughs> do, 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 da, 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 here at Triple M. Get This around the nation. Good morning, everybody. Uh, oh, where were we? Round the States is where we were going. <laughs> Mr. Marsden, what were you about to say? Well, there's a couple of great stories from Sydney, as a matter of fact, this morning. Yes. Um, and I've been gauging, I've been testing the temperature of this among the ladies on the team. Have yeah. you? Nikki Hamilton and Cecilia Ramsdale, of mm-hmm. course, who uh, work with us on the show. And Good testing, Rich. How's it testing? Well, it's testing in the highs. Hey, <laughs> through the roof. This uh, Stella McCartney Target uh, fashion range. Oh, yes. Because apparently Stella McCartney has released a whole bunch of affordable clothing oh, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for the women about mm-hmm. Town, and mm. it's created all kinds of havoc uh, at Target and Bondi Junction because uh, the new fashion range yep. has gone on sale. Shouting matches, yep. uh, pushing security guards have gotten involved. Yep. Queue jumpers have been taken to the back of the line. People are even paying other people to stand in the line for is them. Is that right? That's how ferocious this is. It's amazing. I, uh, 
I love this sort of thing. Yeah. In the when I was growing up, my friend Michael and I, yes. we saw some footage on the news one year of a massive brawl outside Grace Brothers in Bondi Junction. Yeah. Right. At the start of the Christmas sales, at oh, the post Christmas yeah, yeah. sales, and he called me up and he said, "That's us next year." So for three years in a row, we went to try and get some scuffling happening, and the idea was, <laughs> <laughs> Michael was a very fast runner, and I was a bit bigger than he was. Yeah. So the idea was that I would form a kind of Elbow, elbowing barrier. Oh yeah, yeah. And Michael yeah. would sprint for the fantastic for the cheapest TV possible. <laughs> and the year that uh, the year afterwards, we got a bit of scuffling, mm. but we were a bit fast. Mm. What we learned was the year after, you don't go because if we went all out, yeah. we mm. beat the old ladies. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah. we beat the, some of the, some of the girls and stuff like that. So yeah. the idea was, you just stay back in the pack a little bit. Right. That's where the elbow. That's where the jostling's yeah. at. Time your run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the last five meters, when everyone can see the TV. Bang, Michael was gone. <laughs> and what did you get? What good stuff? Good TV. But then the third year we went back, yeah. apparently there'd been a bit of trouble in Adelaide. <laughs> Somebody had taken further than we had. Yeah. Come, they, didn't, they came for the scuffling, didn't even buy anything. Yeah. Good idea. But then they clamped down on it, and everyone had to walk in a, in a, in a line to pass the bar. Oh, where's the fun in that? Right. I want to see door-busting madness on the front of the paper. <laughs> Not orderly queue proceeds in reasonable manner. Towards bargain, yeah, very poor. If you can't run towards a bargain, what can you run towards? <laughs> if uh, our listeners already been sending in better headlines for that runaway cow, yeah, look, Justin on my MySpace. Wow, they get on fast. Well, they are nerds. Uh, he said, surely a sub-editor genius could have could have come up with moving violations. Oh, that is great. Well, how's the song "Moving Violations" go, Richard? I'm not sure. I think it's on oh, file yes, somewhere are, from last are. year. <laughs> Not being led oh, it's been down erased that. from the computer, has it? Primrose uh. Path. In Victoria, there was a Birdman rally, part of the Mumba oh, yeah. celebrations. Uh, Ed Cavalli declined to attend in protest at the low number of craft. Only 20 were allowed. It went for one hour, mm. and only 20 people were allowed to go into it. Yeah. What is that? A oh. fair bit of you know, magnificent men in their flying machine style action. What? I think uh, Mr. Dower on the Pots and Pans has uh, just assembled a little package of uh, bits from the news. Have a listen to this. Some look spiffy in their sartorial splendour. A six-metre attempt by the Black Mamba led the pack for a while and after a false start by the defending champion... He took to the sky, gliding in for a 10-metre win. I was really happy. I, I could actually feel the craft lifting and flying. Lord Mayor John So summed it up best. This is a time that people get together <laughs> and really have some fun. And uh, today we had this uh, craziest event in the world. <laughs> Craziest event in the world. I love that guy. Did he sum it up best, really? <laughs> there doesn't seem to be any stats in the paper. You know, it doesn't say who won. Yeah. I mean, is it... Based on distance? Unfortunately, that... yes. Mm. That guy, he flew 10 metres and was the winner. Oh, now, really? Now, that's 10 metres too far for mine. Yeah. That's, <laughs> if you're getting anywhere at all. Did you see the craft? Yeah. Look at this bloke. Peter Day tries on his wings at the annual Birdman competition. He's pretty much got a plane strapped oh, to it. Oh, my goodness. That is a full-blown plane. <laughs> you would hang. need to check the black box <laughs> to find out exactly what he did afterwards. He's got wheels. Yeah. Look at him. Not one bit of novelty about his costume. Sensible, like, running shoes, yeah. bike pads, and a vest. <laughs> Was anyone wearing my preferred costume? Two cereal boxes on each arm and a bath towel around the They neck. didn't make the cut. There was a cape involved, though. Oh, was which, there? Which bodes well for Capril. Yeah. What happened? Moomba Man. His cape aiding in an uninspiring but painless plunge. Uninspiring? <laughs> uninspiring. Uh, as if it was uninspiring. The cape spurred him on. <laughs> they were up in, 
I would have, you know, cheered and jumped, jumped in to help him. Look, they didn't have anyone. I saw one guy dressed as a bird, but yeah. they were they were making fun of him on the news. They were yeah. like, "Oh, you think you're going to go far?" And he's like, "No, <laughs> dressed as a bird, man. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get some yucks, not distance." There's got to be. It's got to be. I reckon as many people as possibly want to come up. Mm. If you're in the crowd mm. and you've gone, you know what? Grab the picnic blanket, tie it around your neck, yeah. get the cask wine. Take out the cast, <laughs> box box on the head, yeah. give the man a go. Magic. Come one, come all. Yeah. Are we running that late? Drop mm. those clips, Mr. Barson, because okay. we've got a lot to get to. Mm. Rush with the Z-list. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's coming up next. Get this. <laughs> That's terrific. <laughs> I don't know who said that, but we'll now track them down and get them. Brought to you by Zoy from It's MySpace, who loves Van Damme's dirty dancing in Kickboxer. Don't we all, Zoy? Good morning. Wherever you're listening around the nation, be it in Melbourne where there's a public holiday going on, or be it everywhere else where it's business as usual, it's still get this on Triple M. And I might mention the podcast, the new podcast, the Owlcast. Oh. It's just all Weird Al Yankovic. Right. Nothing but. Great. No sketches. Mm. Very little of us interjecting. Good, 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 good. Mostly just undiluted alpha fans of, uh, well, Yankophiles out there. Have a listen to that. That's uh, going up today. Uh, known also as alcoholics. <laughs> really? Weird alcoholics, yeah. Okay. There are a whole posse know, on the I net. Didn't know that. There's quite it's a few weird alcoholics posse. in here. Yeah, I've seen them. Sure. In their Hawaiian shirts. Can um, I just mention somebody, Ed, who you may know? Mm. Uh, Andrew Isles. Does that name mean anything to you? No. He says uh, he's a fan of mine. He had the opportunity to meet me when he was an extra on Thank God You're Here. Now I'm going, well, what oh, scene yes. was he in? He says, my ass crack. <laughs> was the star of the shot as me playing the cameraman on the set. It was on screen for about 10 minutes. Uh, as an inspiring actor, that 10 minutes will look pretty good on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of what the ass crack scene was. The cameraman, was it in that uh, Temptation Island thing we did maybe? Or something? I can't remember. I can't remember. Anyway, keep an eye out for Andrew's ass crack. Yeah. <laughs> Get as a logie. it climbs the show business ladder. Give him a logie. Good luck hey, to you. Uh, Greg. Cow headline from Greg, steering mm. problems ahead. Oh, that's good. So many sub-editors amongst our listenership. Good on, good effort. Good on them. Hey, let's get to some music. And today, Mr. Marsland's going to favour us. Please do, Rich. Oh, okay. Well, I thought a little something that maybe sounds like Wooly Bully. Oh, yeah. The odd song from the 50s by Sam Sham and the Pharaohs. Yeah, yeah. But then takes a left turn and goes somewhere else completely. All right. right. Okay. Take it away. One, two, three. <laughs> Talkback Mountain is next on Triple M. Go, Richard! And that's the Chili Peppers here at Triple M. Get R- this. Rich, is that funk? Phew, Does that that's, count as funk? That's funk on a massive scale. It's hump to bump is what it is. Okay. But it counts as funk, yeah? How can that yeah. not be funk? So if I like that song, I'm into funk music. Yeah. Totally. There's Doobie in your funk. Yeah, yeah man. Chocolate City. <laughs> Heading there soon. It's always <laughs> funky weary here at Get This. So let's climb the mountain. Let's do it. <laughs> you know which one. Talkback no matter where you are, mountain. It's also a public Bow-bow. holiday in Adelaide. Adelaide Cup. You see anything to do with sports? You've come to the wrong show. That's if you're true. Expecting uh, accurate information. I was talking about that story, which is in the Melbourne Age yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, what an explosive story! 
Who's that? Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the sunscreen. Footy's finest, young, rich, and out of it. Yes, the only part I could read out was the uh, bloke from Geelong who uh, snuck under someone's property <laughs> and sculled a bottle of sunscreen from their front porch. What do you do when you open the door? <laughs> you, you're such and such from Geelong. Can you, what are you doing with my sunscreen? Why have you got a sunscreen moustache? <laughs> there is one other line, which I'd like to read out, but it's very... One other line, out of two pages, one other line. It's so... It's, a, it's it absolutely a... explosive, this article. Whole team's on cocaine, apparently, in the football How game. How did they go? Are did, they, are they winning? No, they've, well, they're, they're pretty fancy with the uh, footwork. Uh. This is a line... Okay, I'm going to read out a line. I'm going to warn you, it's a rude line. Good. It's going to offend some people. Does it need a horn at the end? Uh, I'm sure Richard will choose an appropriate sound effect. This is an actual quote from an Australian footballer. It's very rude. I'm just going to say it again. Here it comes. One Australian footballer boasted to a club official, quote, here it comes, you haven't lived until you've had a beauty queen snort coke off your dick. Oh! <laughs> Sorry about that. That's a quote from the Melbourne Age yesterday. I haven't lived. I didn't know that sort of thing went on. You'd have to be careful chopping it up, I'm assuming. I haven't lived. <laughs> I've not lived either. I haven't even come close to living. If that's the standard that living is, I haven't got any of those. I'm 42 and yet so much living still to be done. Probably could only fit three or four grains. Oh, hang on a second. <laughs> Ron Jeremy. Of what are we doing here? Anyway. We're talking about brush with the Z-list. Why would we be doing that? Uh, because people are citing uh, Chappelle Corby out and about. Mm. Pictured living the good life outside her Indonesian life. <laughs> prison cell. Uh, Chappelle has allegedly been photographed with Sister Mercedes whining and dining across oh. Bali. Today, tonight. Will tonight blow the lid off it? Can't wait. They're going to... I thought you said she's living the good life. I thought she's moved into a hobby farm with Penelope <laughs> Keith. <laughs> That's an old reference for you, Ed. I used to love that show. Felicity Kendall. Uh, mm. Today, tonight, alleges that Corby has bribed prison guards for her freedom on several occasions. Mm. Uh, it, this is interesting. It's not clear whether Corby has been paying the bribes with money raised by Australians oh, in the Free Chappelle Fund. <laughs> well, why not? That's what it's for. It's the free Chappelle fund. Yeah. Yeah. So surely that's pretty much what you should be using it for. I give a lot of money to the Banana Daiquiris for Chappelle fund. (laughs) Seems to be paying off. Now, there's going to be photographs tonight on Today Tonight, and I guess uh, we can work out whether they're No, and then then, then it becomes law. As soon as Today Tonight's busted it out. Has Boot gone up there with the chains? (laughs) She'll be chained to a dance floor. (laughs) Chained to a nightclub? To express the metaphor of her freedom, she'll be strapped with some Birdman Rally-style <laughs> wings. That's right. Flamboyant gestures to display her uh, yeah, newfound freedom. Why not? I'm still stuck on those grains, Richard. But Yeah, I know, Rich. <laughs> so what are we doing? We're using this as a trigger for who have you seen out and about? Right. No, do, but... but. Yeah, Z-list. Z-list. Brush with the Z-list. We're not impressed, as they would be on most programs, by big names. We go down the other end of the pool. My favourite Z-list encounter, and I've told this one many times before, many years ago, early 90s, possibly late 80s, I was uh, at Triple M, uh, the old building, in reception, standing behind reception with the receptionist, talking, and suddenly we just heard a voice, and the voice said this, You are a very beautiful woman. And we looked around and there was nobody there. It was like a ghost. <laughs> you are a very beautiful woman. And then we've looked over the reception and looking up at us, Hervé Villachez. Villachez. <laughs> wow. A tattoo from Fantasy Island. Was in for a station promotion. Guest DJ at a local disco. Wow. Guest Spotted DJ. the receptionist looking up. You are a very beautiful woman. Lovely ankles. He was way ahead of the upskirting thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was a one-man upskirting operation. <laughs> okay. A career out of it. Top uh, that one for Z-list. <laughs> Where are you going, Kevin? Ready? Uh, well, we were, I was at the uh, the gym the other day, and mm. I looked across, and I thought, Jesus, Galen's here. Right? Galen! Oh. No, wait, wait, wait. Oh. It gets better than that. Yeah. You know, side on, from the side, particularly equine-looking face, <laughs> you know, kind of ratty blonde hair. <laughs> All of the hallmarks are there. Yeah. A friend with frosted tips yeah. and a big tattoo that said kind of nothing. I thought, <laughs> yeah, we're in right, we're in Galen country here. <laughs> anyway, obviously I wasn't alone in this thing, and uh, no. so there's, he's sort of going along doing his thing. Someone comes up to him, and I was standing near them and says, "Hey, uh, you Galen, mate," yeah. and he says proudly, "No, I'm not." But I actually get that all the time. It's been great. <laughs> oh. oh, so your Zealand sighting is somebody who gets mistaken for Galen? Yeah. Oh, I can't top that one, Mr. Mars, and do it. Uh, okay, uh, Larry Emder. Oh, simple as that. Yes, uh, but the thing is, I actually got into a lift, and I, I'm a massive fan of uh, Larry Emder. I, you know, he's I actually met him once. Uh, during an interview, but then I got the into a lift club? once. On, on, on Logie's night, I was actually um, in in the the room, where, you know, the, the function centre that it is yeah. held in, and I got in, and Larry Emder was there. It was fantastic. I asked him which floor it was, and he told me, you know, the third floor. I had to, I mean, I had to resist temptation not to say higher, ah. <laughs> lower. Ah. You know, it was one of those things. You didn't Very do it? Good. No, I didn't because I just thought he's going to get this all the time. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Not but from you. Sharing a lift with Larry Emder. It's pretty good. <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. Well, I don't think that tops someone who's mistaken for Galen. Happily mistaken for Galen. Isn't actually Galen. I reckon our listeners can go way better than Absolutely. this. Absolutely. All right, give us a call. Tell us who you had a brush with. Remember, we're looking for small names, not big ones. One triple three five three. No doubt, it's my life here at Get This Around the Nation, where we're saying, have you had a brush with someone on? Well, we're looking for the Z list. How low can we go, Ed Cavalier? Hello there, Chris. There you going, Ed? Excellent. How are you, going, Tony? How are you going? Who'd you have a brush with? Uh, Andrew O'Keefe. Oh, years ago. Andrew O'Keefe. Well, that's not Susie. Oh, but you're saying it's before he was famous. Uh, it was two years ago. What happened? Uh, I was walking out of a uh, pub in Manly. It's pretty, uh, pretty drunk. Yeah. And you uh, too many sunscreens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it was his girlfriend or his wife come up and asked for a cigarette lighter. Right. I looked up behind her. I go, "Yeah, that guy's TV." He goes, "Yeah, Larry Emder." That's always good. That's uh, that's pretty good. How, and uh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And he laughed and walked off. You didn't have a briefcase with you. You could open at him. I'm sure he gets that a lot. <laughs> um, Chris, you're bang on the money, sir. Thank you. Because all that happened was we just gave Andrew O'Keefe a lighter and walked off. Spot on. Thank you, sir. Hello, Pete. How are you? Excellent, sir. What? Uh, who'd you have a brush with? Uh, another Larry Emder story. Oh, <laughs> maybe this segment should just be brushed with Larry Emder. Have you brushed Larry? I was in a pub in Sydney and we were kind of lined up at the gourmet pizza bar. Mm. Yes. I was uh, directly behind Larry. It was all pretty close. And, uh, you know, I'd noticed it was Larry Emder and everything. And, and there was a couple standing behind me. And they started sort of mumbling away to each other. It's like, is it him? Is it him? And, and they've been quite loud and it was all getting a bit uncomfortable. And, and the guy's going, yeah, it's him, yeah, it's him. And eventually I turned around to them because they were being so loud about it. And I sort of turned around to them and said, yeah, yeah, it's him. And the, uh, and the guy turns to his girlfriend and goes, yeah, I told you, it's Greg Evans. Oh, <laughs> Greg Evans. <laughs> Gee, that's, that's a double bang. Yeah. Wow. Someone's seen Larry Emdure. And then assumed it's Greg Evans. Yeah, that's, not bad. Not bad at all. <laughs> You're in the uh, double figures there. Done well, Pete. Hello, Grant. How are you? 
G'day guys, how are you? Excellent sir, your brush? Oh mate, I was on a plane coming back from Melbourne to Sydney and I was, I was absolutely packed trying to board on and sitting in business class with his wife was Ian Turpy. Oh. Oh. Ian Turpy? Ian Turp's Turpy. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't help myself, I was just packed, I was standing there staring at him, I said, the price is right Ian. <laughs> He just went bright red and he wanted to say something, but his wife just held him. He, he was devastated. <laughs> he was devastated. Oh, he would have loved that. What's Ed, his problem? Did he uh, take the opportunity to try and sell you some of his uh, stiffy spray? <laughs> no, but I, th- I think he'd take. I think he'd taken some himself that day. That's- oh, really? Oh, Richard. Oh, oh no, we just have a spray. <laughs> Richard just loves the stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Ian Turpy on a plane. Oh, this is perfect. Can we, we go under- lower than that? <laughs> Hopefully. Hi, Rachel. Hi, how are you going? Really good. How are you? Not too bad. Your brush. Um, Greg Fleet. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. You know, we're getting closer and closer to someone just saying us. I'm yeah, surprised nobody has said us yet. What was Greg Fleet doing, and how much money did he try and borrow off you? He, he was walking, um, it was at St Kilda Festival. Yes. And he was walking along, smoking, and he blew cigarette ash in our face. Wow. He, he flicked the cigarette ash in your face? Yes. Wow. That's, does that sound like Fleety? I, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. did you uh, berate him? Um, no, I didn't. Jeez. I should have. Okay. Okay. Um, What's going on there? Maybe he was. Ju- maybe it's part of his new show, Rachel. You know. Maybe it just. Could be. He, a lot of people chat to the audience in comedy shows. <laughs> Greg's just going to fling things at them. That's his idea of making a connection with his audience. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't know what to say about you, that. I think he likes you, Rachel. Will Tommy certainly just hits me with a bowling ball when he comes in. <laughs> we, uh, will, we will be quizzing him as soon as he's out of rehab. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Tim. How are you? <laughs> Yeah, how you going? Really good, sir. Well, who'd you have a brush with? Uh, brushed in in Melbourne. I was on holidays there from Sydney mm-hmm. uh, with um, Kieran Perkins. Oh, oh. Kieran Perkins. What and happened? I didn't recognise him. My cousin did. Yeah. Um, but this wasn't after what happened. Uh, we were uh, in South Bank trying to get a photo of the flames at the casino. Fair yeah. enough. And uh, we wanted to get a photo, so we just turned to the closest guy and asked to get a photo. And he got all upset about it and jumped into the photo next to my cousin. And I was like, no, we just want you to take the photo. Kieran <laughs> <laughs> Perkins. That's great. And was he all like, oh, okay, Yeah, fine. he wasn't real happy. He didn't take the photo. He just went back with whoever he was with oh. and walked off. Oh, wow. Classic, Kieran. Well, that's a pretty big name, but it's a very good story. Uh, uh, oh, I think we've got... As you'd like, huh? Well, we are, we are, we've got time for Bert. How okay. are you, Bert? Yeah. What's going on, Bert? Bert? Oh dear. Are you, you there, Bert? Bert? Bert. Yeah. Oh, well, what's your name? My name's Sid, mate. You be Sid. I'll be Ed, you be Sid, okay? Uh, we'll let Bert We'll let Bert go. What happened with you, Sid? Oh, mate, I was up at Foster and I just dropped in for a few beers there, you know? Yeah. And um, having a couple of beers and then the, in walks this bloke and he's he's not the sort of best looking bloke in the world, mate. And, uh, <laughs> he's rocked up in the bar and, you know, here you go, mate, here you go, right? He's Ian Turpy, mate. Oh, Ant, you got you, you and oh, 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 leave it like alone, Richard. Ian Turpy on the turfs, mate. He was hammered. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I uh, could do a good job, but he done better than me. Yeah, well, <laughs> thank you, Sid. Yeah, uh, that's great. Uh, I mean, Bert? I'm not sure if we can say that he was hammered, uh, yeah. but he could just be suffering the side effects from the spray. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, but thank you for your call. Thank you, everyone that called in. A hammer in the downstairs department. <laughs> Spot on, everyone. Spot on. Well, I still reckon we can go a lot lower than that. We might have to do this again. Oh, Greg Fleet's just got me in the eye with a <laughs> fucking a, a cigarette in someone's face. It doesn't sound like him. Mate,
making friends all over. <laughs> all right, uh, in the next hour, we are going to tackle your problems big and small with the assistance of Ethel Chop. Get this. You are dealing with desperate people here. I don't know what will come next. Brought to you by Rhiannon from Ed's MySpace, who lists her interests as coming home from work and eating free bread. Just like Ed. Bon appetit. Cause I can if I don't because I wanna Good afternoon everybody It's the second hour of Get This Whether it's a public holiday in your town or not Andrea Powell's found her yes. way in I'll oh, give her a round Thanks oh, Andrea Thanks Tony uh, Happy Labor Day Yeah in What's going on in Adelaide though? Adelaide Cup Adelaide Cup What yeah. sort of sport is that? That's horse racing Of course it yeah. is <laughs> As Who's opposed, your hot tip, Rich? Yeah. Uh, right in the centre of Adelaide. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, oh. Let's say Glue Boy. Glue Boy. Mm. Are they going to let that jockey, the one with the uh, dildo oh. hidden in the pants <laughs> from last week, the urine sample shonk guy? I hope so. He's our criminal of the year so far, Andrew. I think he won fashions on the field. <laughs> Bulges on the field. <laughs> Really? So it was uh, a guy, a girl pretending to be a guy. No, it was Ooh. it was a jockey uh, giving a false urine sample by hiding a urine-filled dildo in his oh, pants. Oh right, I Mr. thought maybe he was just trying to look more well endowed. No. Well, yeah. sadly, he was a white man, but it was a black dildo. So you know, <laughs> lesson to be learned. It, it's so a beauty queen can do more lines off of it. Oh, okay. That makes very little sense unless you were listening in the last hour. Hey, want to stick around and talk rubbish with us for an hour, Andrea? <laughs> Love to. I couldn't think of anything nicer. And? Because I've only got rubbish in my head. And also you've brought Ethel Chopin with you. Yes, she. I've just left her outside for now. And we've made something special for her. Have you? It's called the Wheel of Hatred. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd what like. Is that? Well, we want Ethel to spit it. That'll be at this hour of Get This. Oh, solid rock, Goanna. It's Get This. It's the second hour. Good afternoon, everybody. I know it's a public holiday in some parts of the country, but uh, not in here. Please, a round of applause or something for Andrea Powell. Oh, hey, she's got Z list. What are you doing? Sorry, my apologies. She's way above the Z list. That hurt. (laughs) That smarts, Richard. Stop it. Uh, How was your weekend? You didn't, uh, you were in Melbourne. Did you go to the Birdman rally? Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, I participated see? myself. You did not. It's too, It was only 20 people allowed to take part. Not good enough. Turned uh, away. Most people were turned away. Yeah, I was turned away. Um, I'd made up a, uh, a contraption out of cat food tins. Oh, let's <laughs> um, see. Really? Yeah, it didn't float too well. No, I forgot to empty them first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw uh, sillier costumes. Uh, not a lot of distance achieved, but you're not really looking for distance. You're looking mm. for a good plummet. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking for a good show. And Person- a good excuse when you're climbing out of the water. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's, That's what... Hey, Tony. <laughs> They're like the jockey excuses yeah. on the day of the Melbourne so Cup. right. Mm. It's like you know when you know, you know you know something's wrong in the world, but you mm. can't quite put your finger on it. You've cut right through. Yeah. Good, good cut through. Okay. <laughs> excuses that you want. I tell you what's got good cut through. A mm. fine new book, uh, Strain Your Gherkins, by Ethel Chop. Uh, as dictated to Andrea Powell. That's right, just dictated to me. It's in the shops now, isn't it? It is. It's in, available in all good bookshops. Oh, excellent. Well, some of them anyway. Mm. Um, yes. It's a th- great read. I love it. Oh, but the thing can. is, well, the thing is, though, that you can't help but do Ethel's voice when you're reading it. 
you can hear Ethel in your head as you're reading it, and then before you know it, you're reading it out loud. Oh, that's good to know, because the people that published it at Penguin have never seen or heard of Ethel, so God knows what they were thinking when they were editing it. Why did they, they ask you? They just think I'm rather odd. Why did they want it? And they said that they thought it read well off the page. Oh, very nice. And I don't really know what that means. Now, how old is Ethel Chop? I'd say she's an octogenarian. Right. That means she's in her 80s for those who are under five. And is she one of these people who would have a secret to longevity, you know, people who always... You, know, you see someone who's 100 years old mm. on the news... Snifter and Snifter of brandy. Yeah. Mm. Snifter of brandy. That's a popular <laughs> one. That is Sunscreen. Popular. Yeah. Three glasses a day. <laughs> no, that's for Geelong football. Oh, sorry. I think Ethel's uh, way to stay young is just to pay... Uh, to stay feeling young is to mm. pay out on the young. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's a form of exercise. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> instead of uh, waking up with, you know, bran flakes and doing a, an exercise routine, she hurls snails in the next door's <laughs> pool or pours some oil onto a skateboard ramp. Every couple of weeks <laughs> there'll be some story about the world's oldest woman. Yep. You know, they'll go, oh, the world's oldest woman, 114, died today. Mm. And then a couple of weeks later there'll be someone who's 118. Yeah, it's just rubbish. And the numbers just go up and up. Listen to this over the weekend. A woman believed to be the world's oldest person has died at 128. <laughs> and if you're wondering about her secret yeah. to longevity, yes. it was a glass of beer a day with two raw eggs in it. <laughs> It's <laughs> the Rocky diet. Beer yeah. and eggs. I guess that's Surely the foundation of any healthy diet. Mm. I guess that's why uh, Sly, uh, Sylvester Stallone's making another Rocky. Have you seen the end? No, that's interesting, isn't it? A nearly 70-year-old man <laughs> competing with a 24-year-old uh, African-American. Yeah, that's uh, really sick. But, you know, my grandmother was very old when she died. The women in my family live very long. She was 100 years old and wow. 100 days. 100 and 100. 100 and 100. And I reckon her secret to life was live, a diet, write this down, yes. is a diet of um, sugar, alcohol, fat and DDT. <laughs> <laughs> you just couldn't kill that woman. She, uh, and she's also incredibly vain. Yes. She had a hearing aid, but she never wore it. Never wore it. <laughs> Didn't want to and wear out the batteries? I, I don't know what it was. I just think she made, she thought it made the, her look old, and yeah, that's when she was 95. Well. And you'd, you'd open up a hearing aid box, and there'd be, like, biscuits in there. Yeah. And we'd be like, Nan, where's your hearing aid? She'd be like, hmm, would you like a Monte Carlo? <laughs> she was a scream. Do you remember uh, my favourite show business rumour of the uh, recent years was George Burns. Oh, yeah. Remember, everyone was, yeah. you know, behind him to get to 100. Mm. And then he hit 100, and then he died. Yeah. And the story is that he didn't get to 100, that really? he actually died 49 days shy of 100, mm. and there was a bit of a cover-up to sort of fudge the uh, figures. Weekend at Bernie's style. Yeah, that's exactly what I bit was Bit of Weekend Bernie's. Well, you could have just stuck him in a chair and wheeled him around. No one would have known. Take him to the beach, put some sunglasses on him. <laughs> he won't decay. He'll be cruel, stay lovely for a whole weekend. Dragged behind a speedboat just weeks before his 100th. <laughs> But I wonder, did he really make it to 100? Shocking horror, another oh. cover-up. <laughs> yeah. oh. All right, hey, more. we've got more shocking horror cover-ups and Ethel Chop coming soon on Get This. Funky Tonight, that's the John Butler trio here at Get This Around the Nation. Andrea Powell is with us. Uh, the recipient of a fabulous manuscript called Strainer <laughs> Gherkins by <laughs> Ethel Chop. In all good bookshops now. It's instructional. I mean, how would you describe it to someone who didn't know who Ethel was? I it's, mean, what use is there for this book? Well, it's Ethel Chop's guide to living in a modern world yes. without turning into a, a loop-de-loo nutbag. Oh, that's it. So, um, and, you know, God knows, we're all trying hard not to do that. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> There's, there's tips on um, you know how to get a job, how mm. to hitch a man, how to dress properly, um, how to 
get a divorce. Oh, look, it's all in there. Um, there's even a lovely story about her husband's war buddy who married a blow-up doll. I mean, there's something for everyone. <laughs> and would Ethel be the sort of person who was on MySpace? She wouldn't be, because even you, I don't think, are a fan of MySpace. God knows. No. Uh, she wouldn't be. Mm. Um, I think if Ethel had five minutes spare between mm. pressing flowers, having a nap and abusing <laughs> young people, she would spend it moving. She wouldn't spend it staring into a computer screen, pretending uh, to interact with her 571 new cyber friends. <laughs> and I've got to say I agree with her on this point. What about Andrew Cherry? He's someone who uh, provided the photograph for Ed's MySpace page. And we and we love him dearly for it. It's a great photograph. What he's, is it? He's Brilliant. photoshopped uh, Ed uh, into a picture of Nick Kershaw. Yeah. Very effectively. <laughs> and claims that he has never been sent a copy of our CD illegal download for his trouble. Mm. You, you oh. just said how much you were loving him, Ed. Like, you heard that, didn't you, Andrew? Oh, I did, I did. Yeah. Do you know what, um, Andrew? I think that uh, his beef is with Australia Post. Oh, really? <laughs> really? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how many people have a beef with Australia Post according to these emails. A lot of posties stealing the uh, stealing the CD. That's my theory. Oh, yeah. Well, we had someone call up the other day who saw her postie uh, get <laughs> off his bike and start going through a hard rubbish. That's really? a good look, isn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's this... appalling. Was he it. looking for a snack? Nobody <laughs> wants a postie going through their hard rubbish. Yes, but look, this is a very popular show, so I can understand that you know, it may have gone <laughs> missing. Very popular. Mm. Well, apparently. <laughs> Haven't you got 571 cyber friends got, on MySpace? I've got 1,071. Oh, I beg your We're pardon. trying to beat Toto, the band Toto, <laughs> and the band, they've currently got 3,042. How is that possible? Who are their friends? Foreigner? Ario Speedwagon? Surely not people. Yeah, you'd be busy with that many friends, wouldn't you? <laughs> okay, so what are you going to do? Are you going to send this guy something? You know what? Yes. I'll, here's the email. Thank you. I'm because if it. we don't send it to him, we have to plug his radio show, which is on another station. That's not going to happen. So we can't uh, do that. I'm going to uh, send you, mm. sir, a, co- a signed copy. A signed copy. Of? Whatever I find. (laughs) Lips of an angel. Sign copy of his own email, I'm guessing. I love our listeners on the email. So do I. Turin has emailed in to say there should be a TV channel dedicated to issues about global warming called Al Gorzira. That's not too bad. Someone not being paid. (laughs) That's very good. And not even going to get sent an album for it. And RJ (laughs) wants to know, uh, well, when is the Weird Al podcast going up? It's up today, is it, Nikki? The Alcast. All right, Mm. that's the business out of the way. Thank you, business. Um, Marvellous. You know, we need some chop. We need to chop up. Yeah. Really? We need Ethel chopping here yeah, to spin. Yeah, I've really got nothing, have I? <laughs> You've got I've just plenty. got nothing to say for myself today. <laughs> <laughs> it's a public uh, holiday in yeah. Andrea's mind. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's a public holiday in my entire being, actually. Uh, we want you to go outside and drag Ethel Chop in here to spin our brand new Wheel of Hatred. Can't wait. Let's do that next. I'll go get her. I'll get this. That's New Audit, True Faith, here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Mm. And, uh, you know, our listeners have problems, Ed. We have problems. Who do we get in to help us out at times of need? Ian Turpy. <laughs> no! <laughs> Ethel Chop! Yeah. There she comes! And is um, that the music? Oh, uh, look, you sure have problems. That's an understatement. You can't even play a decent song on this program or talk about something sensible. Ethel, we've had a read of your book, Strain Your Gherkin. Have you? Has uh, Andrea Powell transcribed it accurately? Not really. She's made various mistakes, but what can you do with that? Oh, she's hopeless. Have you seen her? She doesn't even have a husband. I mean, I'd feel sorry for her if I had the time. 
But it's a terrific book I've written. It's Strain Your Gherkins. It's, um, Why Strain Your Gherkins? Oh, well, Ed, because that's a party tip, you see. Oh. Um, always strain your gherkins through a pair of pantyhose or oh. gusset. Because that way, your guests won't spill pickling juice on their pretty party outfits. <laughs> oh, it's simple, isn't it? Brainiac can always make at least 12 rounds of fish paste sandwiches. People love those at a party. They're a real conversation starter. You know, people go, oh, goodness, what's that? And, you know, and then they start chatting. <laughs> what about big issues? Uh, we want to get yeah. you to tackle some big issues. And to do that, it's time to spin... Ethel Chop's Wheel of Hatred. Do you think you want to have a crack at our, our wheel of hatred, Miss Chop? Yes, I do. That's quite a sting you put there. How long did that take you? Oh, we have a bloke who does it for us. Uh, Two minutes. Matty Dow on the pots and pans. Uh, you know, let's just spin it and see what comes up. Okay. We'll stop on one of the big issues oh, of the day. They're all big. It's stopped on young people. What do you think of young people, Ethel? Not much. <laughs> I mean, you know, when they're not, um, oh, you know, dying, piercing their bodies or turning their hair into a smelly bird's nest, they're, uh, you know, just sitting around the place fornicating and making a... Making the streets untidy. And they've all got such stupid names. Have you seen the names young yeah. people have these days? What sort of names? Oh, they're Brandon and Tani and and, <laughs> and, and Virgil and Ebony and Rhubarb and Jingling. <laughs> and what sort of names do you think we should bring back? Well, I think if you're going to... Well, good, solid names like Bertha and Evadne. <laughs> and, um, and Clem, that's nice. Or Mungo for a boy. You don't hear that anymore. And it's a great shame. And now there's all these stupid... Kids' names named after geographical locations, you know, like Dakota and Parrot. It's stupid. I mean, if you're going to name your kid after a geographical location, make it Australian. Yeah. What's wrong with a kid called Wagga Wagga? <laughs> or his little sister, Fremantle Jetty? I like the sound of that. Let's spin the wheel again. Let's do it. What big issue will it stop on? Oh. Oh, modern style. <laughs> View on that, oh, look, this is a problem. I mean, you, you see the kids today, midriffs, jeans around their kneecaps, boob tubes. Incidentally, I don't know when a boob ever belongs in a tube. Sounds most uncomfortable. <laughs> but I don't know how young people get about and don't all die of pneumonia. Quite frankly, it's a great shame that they haven't <laughs> because it's, it's not covering anything up. Look, I've spent all my life in nectarine polyester <laughs> and I not only look beautiful, obviously, don't I? Sure. But I, mm. I'm as warm as toast. I never get sick. I never get any sick thoughts. <laughs> you know, if I do have any, I'll simply pop a couple of thistles down my girdle. But the point is, I'm warm and I'm, I'm not ill and I'm decent. And of course, you know, with my girlish figure, it's not a surprise I have to constantly poke people away with my Zimmer frame. Does that answer your question? It does. Every week is Fashion Week for Ethel Chop. Mr. Yeah. Marsden. Have a spin. Oh, Go okay. on. Nicely spun. And, oh, television. Oh. Your views on television? Is well, it? of course, all those HBO shows are rubbish. <laughs> I, um, I, I, I do like Deal or No Deal, but only after I've had a couple of snifters of ether. Yes. And then, of course, it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but there's not much on television these days, is there, hey, Mr. What about Martin? surely Dancing with the Stars and things like that? Oh, I'd like it if they weren't all getting around in a sequined thong. <laughs> oh, have you seen that? Look, the last time I saw 
Darren Hinch on that show, I think it was, and some kind of sequined midriff top. I nearly lost my dinner. He looked like an ADD chimpanzee on crack. No thanks. Rubbish. Absolute rubbish. Uh, Ed, uh, you're looking pretty muscly. I reckon you're ready. Ready. For Ethel's Will Go. Oh, that is a big step. And it stopped on oh, homosexuals. <laughs> Any thoughts, Ethel? Homosexualities. Well, apart from the fact that they should all be hung. Um, look, I've known some homosexualities because I, uh, I, I I worked in the munitions factory during the war. Oh, yes. And yep. what with all our men folk at mm. the front and all the, my co-workers were women. Well, we, we got a bit lonely from time oh, to time. Right, and, yes. um, you know, I once found myself flirting with a half-assembled bayonet. <laughs> that was a black day. But anyway, um, you know, so all girls, uh, it was it was understandable if we got lonely that a couple of the women hooked up to share a ham sandwich in the tea room from time to time you get right. the drift. But I myself have never gone to the island of um, comfortable footwear. <laughs> uh, although, you know, I, I quite... Uh, they're amazing though, aren't they, those women that do, yes. that, do that? I mean, I, I, I admire their confidence. Have you seen the clothes they wear? They don't seem to care what people think. <laughs> you know, it's marvellous in a way. You've got to admire that. But no, thanks. I could never be a homosexuality myself. My husband, Reg, wouldn't have allowed it. <laughs> <laughs> How is Reg? I mean, he's uh, no longer with us, is he? No, it? he's yeah. not. And uh, I've been a widow a long time. He, he, was, he wasn't a well man, what with his... Um, oh, what did he have? He had... Uh, G- g- galloping consumption, I think, it was, oh, okay. and then that he had the um, the uh, sauntering toe rot, and uh, oh, yeah, and then the lazy you. eyes. <laughs> it wasn't much fun sharing a bed with Reg Chop. It was a bit like sleeping next to a postulating dugong, <laughs> <laughs> and it was sad when he passed away. Ethel, uh, let's put the sadness aside uh, for one moment. And mm. you feel, I mean, you've written this sort of how-to guide. Yeah. What about our listeners? They get this listeners. Do you think you can solve some of their problems? I would. L- I know I can. I think this is your chance, listeners, to get it sorted. Whatever's wrong with your life, Ethel Chop has the answer. Call up. Try her on. Ki- kids. Yes. Kids, kids. Jobs. Clothing. How do you get a stain out? Anything you want. One triple three five three. Get this. A prime example of bootylicious for a start. Brought to you by Les, who's been sending dirty text messages to Ethel Chop. Hey, let's get this around the nation on Triple M. Uh, we've tackled all the big issues in the first hour, and now the smaller issues, the personal issues, are being tackled by Ethel Chop. Uh, thanks for sitting in, Ethel. Well, I don't think they're smaller issues. I think they are larger issues because they're personal. Uh, well, You're we, an idiot. We're getting, we're getting a lot of calls with genuine medical problems. Right. Uh, I'm not sure if you want to cover them on air. Yeah. We might just forward them uh, to your new series starting on Channel 7, Chop's Anatomy. But in the meantime, uh, I think we've got someone on the line. Who is it, Ed? Hello, Anna. Oh, good afternoon, guys. Hello, Ethel. Hello, Anna. How are you? What's your problem, Ed? Look, Ethel, I have a soon-to-be six-year-old who goes to school, mm. and I find by the time she comes home, she's a little bit feral and mouths off. How do oh. I tackle that? Oh, goodness me. What a revolting child. Well, look, I find that children respond beautifully, Anna, to thwacks and beatings. 
I mean, my biggest regret is I didn't beat my own daughter more often. She was a wicked child, and she's still horrid, never rings or brings me anything nice at all. I mean, really, Anna, children, they're a complete waste of time. Ethel, they only make your roomie downstairs. Ethel, that's politically incorrect now. Oh, rubbish. You, you don't have to do it in the street. You do it in the privacy of your own home. <laughs> now, look... I find that, that look, in, you know, super nanny with a stupid old naughty mat, that doesn't work. Naughty cupboard, much more effective. <laughs> preferably you, something Paul. filled with redbacks and sharp tools. And Anna, yeah. Anna, you yeah. ought to use my motto. Don't waste your voice vo wearing out your vocal cords saying uh, no to your child. Use my motto, say no to your child with a cricket bat. <laughs> All right, Bea. Thank you. Glad to have been of help. Uh, Anna, Thanks, we're gonna Anna. Be, in case you need any more advice, we are sending you a free copy of Stranger Gherkins. Thank you. Yes. yes. Oh, Thank you. She's quite frightened by the prospect, I think. <laughs> well, so that, then she doesn't have to write it down. You see, she can read all about the thwacks and beatings uh, and the it's, redbacks. It's all in there. If you would like a free copy of Stranger Gherkins and would like a problem solved, the number to call is one triple three five three. Call now. Shine on, that's Jet here. Get this on Triple M. Stranger Gherkin's Ethel Chop's Guide to Living in a Modern World is in your bookshop now. It's full of good advice. Yeah, it is. And Ethel herself is here uh, to give our listeners advice. Who's going first, Ed? Hey, Pat. Hi. Uh, what's your question for Ethel? Um, well, I go to school every day, as I should, and mm. I can't listen to get this. Oh, they won't let you just have it on in the classroom? No. Oh, gee, that sounds odd, doesn't it, that you can't just do what you want in the middle of a class? Indeed. What a strange school you go to, Pat. Oh, what an idiot. Look, I suggest you either do your schoolwork or get a job. You know, how old are you? Fifteen. Oh, well, you should be working. Heaven's <laughs> sake, what are you still doing living at home? Oh, what a, what a burden you are, you children. They ought to bring back child labour, Tony, honestly. <laughs> and then we wouldn't have these problems. See, look, dear, Pat, if you go and get a job, I don't know, as a bricklayer or something, then you could listen to the radio, couldn't you? Yeah. During the day. So there's a thought. Thank you, um, Pat. Other than that, you know, rack off. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Uh, but you are taking a copy of Stranger Gherkins with you. Oh, you see? <laughs> that seems a waste. <laughs> Hi, Tim. How are you? Tim. Uh, yes. Uh, am I on? You are on, you sir. Are. You are on. Yes. You like okay. Yes. Um. Um. Yeah. I wanted to ask Ethel. Yeah. Um. I'm in year twelve and finding it really hard to be motivated about my work. Right. Well, what's the problem? You're just well, lazy, are you? Yeah, that's my problem. Well, what do you do instead of working, Tim? Um. Sit so around and fiddle with your gonads, no doubt. <laughs> Look, the truth is, you kids, you're all so lazy and unmotivated because you don't have anything going on in your lives. I mean, we, we didn't sit around picking our noses when we were kids because we lived through the Depression or we were having our legs blown off by a crowd. It's amazing how motivating that can be to get moving. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. We oh. will send that man a copy of Stranger Gherkins. He needs his ears boxed with two tins of beetroot, that one. <laughs> Always works. Hi, yeah. Chris. How are you? Oh, good. Ed. How's yourself? Excellent, sir. you got Ethel here. Uh, uh, Mrs. Chop, I need to ask your advice on... I've got a 12-year-old uh, daughter who's just, she's insufferable. Like, I just cannot get her to do any of her chores. Oh, she doesn't help out around the house? No, not at all. Oh, look, that's a really annoying thing, isn't it? Because, oh, she, is she nearly a teenager? 
Almost a teenager, yeah. Yeah, what a, oh, what a revolting age. It's not a shame you can't lock them up until they're adults. Look, um, I've got a couple of things you can do. Um, for example, if she just doesn't pick up after herself and she leaves soggy towels lying everywhere, yeah. you know, well, just tell her it's not a Chinese laundry. Pick up one of her soggy towels, turn it into a, you know, the twisty kangaroo tail thing? And give her a good hiding with it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if she doesn't get that, then you put an iron bar through the middle. Believe me, she'll get she'll get the hint and soon tidy up after herself. You know, I mean, don't, don't reward this sloppy conduct. I mean, they're, they're children, they're not amoebas. That is, they have arms and legs, don't they? they All do. right? Yeah. Thanks for that. Thank you very much, Chris. Finally, David, how are you, sir? I'm good, thanks, Ed. How are you? Good, mate. You've got Ethel here. Hello, Hi, David. Yeah. Ethel, I'd like to ask some advice. I want to propose to my girlfriend and I want it to be sort of a bit original. Original? Yeah. Oh, look, well, my husband, Reg, proposed to me and it was that romantic. Oh, you know, I was on the patio, the porch of our farmhouse and he was over helping my father remove some manure, I believe, around block the septic tank, I don't know, something like that. (laughs) Anyway, he popped up onto the patio in his hessian dungarees and his mud-encrusted boots and he turned to me and he said, Hey, Eth, how's about we get hitched and sprog up? And I said, oh, Reg, how dreamy. And he said, I'm that starved I could eat a bird's bum through a cane chair. And I said, oh, well, I'll go and fix you some grub. So I came back with some um, some stuff and he, um, he ate it all up without comment or complaint. And I thought, I think we're going to get along well, us two, and we did. So there you are. That's that's nice, isn't it? I mean, I don't really know what you had in mind, but um, I think a girl likes it when you get straight to the point. How's her cooking? Uh, pretty good, actually. Have you had any sexual intercourse yet? Uh, a lot. Oh. Well, why are you bothering to propose when she's already given it away for free? Is she in trouble? Uh, no, no. Oh. All right, good luck to you. How unsavoury. Well, thanks, David. Copies of Strain Your Gherkins for every caller today. Yeah. Ethel, it's been great just getting uh, this advice straight from the source. Yes, I'm sure it has. I'm sure I've solved a lot of problems today. And uh, thanks for coming in. And obviously, uh, Andrea Powell will be uh, coming back in now. Well, she has to drive me home. Okay. <laughs> Wheel me into the back of a Drago. Oh, it's most unpleasant. She gets awfully rough with me. <laughs> We'll be back to wind up this show in a few moments. I'll get this. It's My Life is the name of every song on the show today, I think. Yeah. Uh, we had no doubts It's My Life earlier on. Talk, talk coming up, I'm hoping. Yes, We're baby. taking our music seriously, Mr. Marsden. You should be. Uh, Andrew Powell's back in the room. God, that oh. Ethel chop. Oh, are you okay? She used the word gonad several times. Oh, she would. <laughs> Dirty old woman. Hey, you're here on a good day, Andrew, because I think it's been two weeks now. The Ig Cavalry has said that he is going to deliver the best joke oh, don't. we've oh, great. ever heard. No. And he will. No, it's the world's worst joke. I'm ready to uh, laugh, Ed. Okay, the Bahamas, Anna yeah. Nicole Smith has been buried there, and apparently tourism is soaring. They're saying that uh, Dan, the taxi driver, says, oh, man, everybody wants to see this. Tourism operators yeah. are saying that the world's the number one spot in the Bahamas used to, mm. used to be the aquarium, but now they're coming for a Diana-style pilgrimage to Anna, Anna Nicole Smith's grave. She's the people's playmate. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I haven't done it. That's why I've refused to do it. Oh, there go my sides. Uh, (laughs) Oops. Oh, well. And you'll be hearing that all day in the promo. (laughs) Yeah. Hey. Uh, Hey, we really do have to sign off. 
Uh, Stranger Gherkins is in the shops now. It's well worth a read. Yeah. Don't forget to do the voice as you're reading it to yourself. Yeah, that's right. And uh, thanks for coming in, Andrea. Oh, thanks for having okay, me. Andrea. I've got to drive the old bag home now. Oh. Good luck with Push that. Wish me luck. And I think our key phrase today was... An ADD chimpanzee on crack. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow with Danny Boyle, yeah. the director of Train Spotting, 28 Days Later, and the new one, Sunshine. Sunshine. All thanks to as yet nobody. Now it's all out <laughs> and you know.